0: Lava, and you're listening to the road freedom pod you find me on instagram and twitter at match lava and today is saturday september 4th 2021 it is a good day to have a good day i'm pretty pumped so we got the day started off early and i got up a little bit later actually not like super early i think i got up around like 8 30 so pretty late for me I-, I like to get up on like a saturday at least around like somewhere like five to six. It's tough sometimes because I end up staying a little up a little bit later on Fridays than I normally would. But if I can get up at five or six in the morning, it's usually a good way to start off my day and and be able to get things rolling. So anyway, I got up a little bit later today. I turned on some college football game day just for like 15 minutes while I was drinking my coffee. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing that very much because I did realize it was just a very like, a very vast difference in the way that I approach my day, starting it off watching ESPN versus like doing the miracle morning routine that I've been doing in the morning, which is just super helpful. I don't know. I think it like really kind of gets me like focused for the day and kind of gets me thinking about what I want to do for the day and what sort of things I worked on the day before. So that's something that I I, I do stress a little bit. I think that having a routine in the morning is vital and I think I will be doing that. In the future and like even on the weekends stuff like that so i got up i watched some college football game day and then i went and got some work started and it was just kind of like just a whole barrage of things i had a return that i had to deal with and i actually still have, still have to deal with that uh it may have went to a return case which is not good you do not want that because it just it negatively affects your ebay metrics so I would recommend if you get a return in, immediately looking at that return, inspecting it. And I think none of us really want to do it just because like it stings a little bit getting a return, but that's what I should have done. And I may pay for it by getting my eBay metrics negatively affected by that. Once you get too many of those cases against you, you can lose your top rated seller metric and that's just not good. You don't want to be there. So anyway, um, I, I went and I dealt with that a little bit. I messaged my VA a little bit. I realized I had some checkouts from the night before, so I was pretty pumped about that. That was good. And other than that, I just focused mainly on doing some smaller things throughout the day. I There was a a sneaker release this morning, which I had forgotten about. So let's just get into that real quick and I can cover that and talk about that shoe for a second and get into the rest of my day. But the shoes that came out today, they were the Jordan 6 Bordeaux and a very like kind of... I don't know, dark-looking shoe, I guess is a great way to describe it. Dark maroon, black, dark gray, like, just overall a very, very dark shoe. And the colorway was pretty decent. I mean, if they would have thrown that on a Jordan 1, I think it would have done phenomenally well. Jordan 6 isn't nearly as popular of a model as a Jordan 1, a Jordan 4, Jordan 5, um, and a Jordan 11. 11s are pretty popular as well. So Jordan 6s do not hit the same way that those sneakers do but they're still one of the more desirable Jordans out of all 36 or 35 of them that they've made so far. So those came out and I ended up going for those. I saw prices were decent in bigger sizes. I went for sizes, primarily sizes 13 and 14. When there's a shoe, this is just a small tip. There, when there's a shoe coming out and it doesn't look like it's gonna be super profitable, one, it helps if you live in a state that doesn't have clothing tax. So that's, 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 that's helpful. But two, it's very helpful if you go for bigger sizes because people that want the shoe, they're still going to probably be the same amount of people that want the shoe in every size foot, but they make so far few less shoes in that in bigger sizes. So like the way that I think about it is most people, if it's not a very hyped up shoe, most people with an average size foot probably aren't going to want it as as badly. So you're going to have far less people that would want it in a size 10 and a half. But I don't know. I, just, I, I think that there's still an equal amount of people that that sound that would want the shoe in a bigger size. It, it sounds weird, but it's just like they produce so many of them, or so many more shoes in smaller sizes versus the bigger sizes, but there's still a lot of people with big feet. So they're gonna want the shoes, and especially when you have a shoe that's not very hyped up, the the shoe is even less produced, usually. And that tends to lend to bigger sizes doing better, just because there's so few of those already. And when you underproduce a shoe or you produce it less than any other shoes, you're just gonna that much more make it more scarce for the bigger sizes. So I targeted sizes 13 and 14 for this shoe. They looked really good. Anything above that's just insane. I'm not trying to sell a size 15 or 16 shoe. I don't even know if they released them in size 16, but 13, 14, that's like my sweet spot. And I ended up getting a pair of 13s and I think I put them up on eBay for about 2 I want to say 258.99 was my target price because I was going through and I saw that that was the the like kind of like the the lowest point that I felt comfortable listing it at with the amount of shoes that were on there right now. Versus the market, so I just kind of looked at it and I saw a ton of them listed right around 259 and 258.99, which is a weird price. I don't know why everybody just didn't start out at 259. But when I saw that, I thought, okay, well, anybody that's going to filter the shoe by buy it now and lowest price or best offer, is going to see mine first because. I just, I think that my listings are pretty decent and it's right around that range for where it's going to be near the top of the results when people search the shoe in general for a size 13 or when they search sorting by lowest price. So that was kind of what I did there and I ended up getting it sold I think within like 10 or 15 minutes. Somebody made me an offer for 250. I took two bucks off of them and offered them 257 and I believe that they just took it right away. So they paid 257 for the shoes Cost was one ninety, uh, no fees on eBay because they are sneakers that are athletic shoes that sold for over a hundred bucks, and I am probably gonna profit somewhere around, I'd say like fifty to to fifty five bucks on those once it's all said and done. So good, good release there. Pretty pumped about that, especially because it was a more, it was like not that desirable of a shoe. Nothing that crazy about the colorway. Nothing that popped. It wasn't a crazy collab. It was just a regular shoe. So. Those came out, flipped those, made a quick 50 bucks, and then got a couple of things sourced, which I was pumped about. Like one of my favorite things is waking up and seeing that I have a charge on one of my cards. It sounds very bizarre because most people when you wake up and you have a charge on your card, it's like, my card's been hacked. But usually when I have that happen, it's because a bot checked something out overnight for me. And sure enough, one of the bots that I was running did check something out overnight, so I was pumped about that. That's gonna be a good profit. I'm just slowly trying to increase that amount of of like capability because I think botting is a super useful tool but it can't be your only thing you rely on. Once you start to really take advantage of a site and like really start to, maybe that's not the best word, but once you really start to take a lot of stock of something, sites start to notice and you do not wanna be on somebody's radar. So you don't wanna have Walmart or Target completely block your IP or or worse block your address because that's happened to people where like Walmart or Target will literally block their home address and now now what are you going to do? I mean you could ship it to your neighbor but your neighbor may not be cool with that or you could you may just not have to use that site anymore. And think about Walmart. I mean they are Amazon but brick and mortar and and they are slowly transitioning to being more Amazon like online as well. And if you get one of those stores to not allow you to buy from them that is a that is tough. I mean that is really really difficult. I'm one of my one of my buddies is going through that right now and I'm just like man I have no idea what to tell you. I mean I could definitely resell not using Walmart because there's so many other opportunities out there and he can as well. It's just it's just a tough blow. I mean, you you need every every tool you can have and a lot of these sites are like tools where you can buy a good amount of inventory from them as long as you don't abuse it and it's just it is what it is. It's tough sometimes. So I'm trying to be cautious about that, still make money but also not completely blow some site out and like get my my forbid like my house banned or or my ip address banned so anyway that's that was nice to wake up to a checkout i got a couple other checkouts throughout the day so i was happy about that those should sell pretty well i'm targeting i'm just really really looking at trying to check out some toys and and trying to be able to find what the biggest toys are going to be this year because with all the shipping delays with all the the things it's just going to be really tough to find a lot of stock you're gonna have a lot of parents knowing about the shipping delays that are going to be going after christmas toys a lot earlier this year and you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be targeting um, Christmas toys or just Christmas stuff in general because it's going to be so backed up. So I'm really trying to get ahead of the curve with that. I have been trying to allocate a little bit of my time each day into learning something more, learning something new about that kind of stuff. I've slowly transitioned. I've been doing a little bit of tech stuff and I got a decent kind of source for tech that I've been using. And then I have I've kind of have a source for a few sources that I use for video game information. And I slowly want to transi- transition into learning about a lot of of like toys and just like collectibles things like that because there is so much out there and i think a lot of us we get caught up in funko pops or we get caught up in the latest like Loungefly release or like any of these releases that everybody knows about and it becomes super saturated where you could have made 100 bucks on a funko pop release i mean the last funko pop release i remember making a lot of money for people was the metallic toucan sam and that That changed my mind about Funko forever and probably for the worst because I've lost money on Funko because of that. But if you don't know what it is, there was this Metallic Toucan Sam Funko Pop that came out and it was right when I first started reselling. I tried to get it, I didn't get it. It retailed, I believe, at it wasn't much. I mean, I want to say like twenty or thirty bucks. I mean, it was really cheap and it flipped for anywhere between four to $500 initially when it came out. Now, prices have dipped on it, I believe, since it came out initially, but you're looking at four to $500 like, flip there just to be able to flip a Funko Pop. That was the thing that like, and everybody that I know that goes after Funko Pops that gets burned by them now is like, yeah, that was the thing I remember. I remember going after the Toucan Sam Funko Pop. I remember it completely crushing. And it just seems like that's stuck with so many people, but now it's like, okay, well, what's the next Toucan Sam? And we've seen a couple of, of Funko Pops go up and actually do really well, but for the majority of it, it's it's a guessing game, and you really have to know the fan base of the item or the, the TV show or whatever it's based on, and you have to be able to pick that out and determine whether it's gonna do well and stuff. It's its its own type of reselling in itself. It's its own niche that you really have to be dialed into. So anyway, that, that aside, um, other than that, the other thing I focused on was getting podcasts put out there. I put out, I think, nine of them today because I haven't updated them since about August 24th. So I got all of those loaded out there. You've probably have seen those hit your feed. And I got this one that I'm going to put up tonight. So I'm pumped about that. I got that all cleared up. And then I just did some, some general cleanup in my room because a lot of people stress the importance of liking where you work and I was getting more and more aggravated going in and like whenever I get papers or some sort of piece of information or something I don't know what to do with, I just set it on my desk and I'm like, I'll oh, we'll get to that later. And then what ends up happening is every day I wake up, I move all my stuff off of my desk onto my bed and then at night I move all my stuff back off of my bed onto my desk to go to bed. And it's just like, that's super inefficient, number one. Number two, it just aggravates me because I hate having all this crap on my desk moving it to my bed, it's just, it, it's a time waste. So I cleaned all that up, I got it all organized, put it into folders and stuff because I have like a file system and that was it and now i'm done with that and i'm on my way right now to a family party so that's like probably what i'm going to do the majority of today which is kind of kind of like nice I'm, I'm excited for it but also it's tough because like you want to be working you want to be able to be a good worker and i did get some stuff done this morning but i would have liked to have gotten up earlier and that just really boils itself down to me not going to bed so late last night um and, and not really just I wasn't doing anything productive. I think I watched a TV show for like an hour when I got home from a family party we had last night because there was a different thing that we had going on, a, like an anniversary party. And now this is a, an 80th birthday party. So it's just been a crazy weekend. I think it, on Monday we have a Labor Day party that we're supposed to go to. So I may go there for an hour or two and, and just spend a little bit of time there. But other than that, it's gonna be, it's just busy. It's a busy weekend. I'm gonna try and get as much done as I can though, because that's my focus. I mean, it, it's very well worth it to miss even like a year's worth of, of family gatherings, barring that nothing bad happens to your family, nobody dies, nobody has some sort of very bad illness or something that hits them, it's very worth it if that leads to a life of happiness, right? If, if that allows me to go full-time, full-time, I mean, where I'm not looking at the end of this year looking at getting a W-2 job, but I can actually go full-time based off of everything that I've done, that is a success in itself and that lends me to being able to spend far more time with my family in the future i mean that lends me to being able to work from from home or work from anywhere that allows me to take days off when i need to or when i want to and it allows me to be happier and if you're not happy and you're trying to dedicate time to your family or friends or whoever you're gonna have a really tough time i mean that's what i struggled with a lot when i was trying to figure out what was going on in my w2 and trying to figure out what i'm doing with reselling i started to get very unhappy and downtrodden it's like how are you going to make anybody else happy around you and yourself, you yourself are not that pumped up anyways. So, I mean, Gary V talks a lot about this. It's something that I've seen firsthand because I've experienced it. And it's not like I was depressed or anything. It's just, you know, you're not enjoying where you're at. You don't see a way out. And it's almost, you have to make your way out and go, okay, well, what do I, what do I need to do to make this work? And sometimes you got to make it happen. So anyway, that's what I'm excited about. I got the rest of the day ahead of me. I'm going right now to Best Buy to pick up something. So I'm going to be a little bit late to this party. And that's kind of by design just because I wanted to get a little bit more work done at home, but I'm going to go to Best Buy, pick up an item that I've had on pickup for about the last week and a half, and then I got to pick up a couple things at the store for a family member. So anyway, that's what I'm up to. I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to be a good day, and we got a good week ahead of us. Lots of new items that will probably be coming out, lots of new releases to be targeting. So anyway, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to get after it. It's going to be a good week coming up, so hopefully we, we can hit on some releases and make some good money. But with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Saturday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow on Sunday with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.